we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, TTMV. Charlemagne the God is having some technical difficulties, but it's Tuesday. Yes, just a few days away from Angela Yee Day here in Brooklyn. Yeah, you have it. Outside the Barclays, I'm excited. It's going to be performances. A lot of activities for the kids. Everything is absolutely free. Mm-hmm. And so that'll be during the day on Saturday, 12 to 5. Yes. Getting ready for that. You know what? I've been watching a lot of TV lately. I watched the Manti Teo documentary. It was like a two-part series mm-hmm. on Netflix. Did you have a chance to see that? I haven't watched TV in the last two weeks. I've been in car show hell. I've been dying to see, what's the Game of Thrones prequel? What's it called? Whatever, House of Dragons. I've been dying to see that. So I haven't watched no TV, but is it good? Yeah, it was good. I felt so bad for him, man. Like, honestly, the way the media, I guess... Now, explain who, who that is. That's the ex-football player that got catfished and ruined his whole career. Right. He was dating a woman who did not exist. Uh, somebody had taken her picture, and basically he got catfished. Mm. And so he was in this imaginary relationship. But people thought he made it up. 
Because then at one point, he was told that she died in a car accident. Wow. And it was crazy because he should he was supposed to go in the first round, mm-hmm. a draft pick. And he ended up, a lot of teams didn't want him because they didn't want that distraction. So then he moved down to the second round. But, you know, that really affects your money and everything. And then the depression that he had, like every time imagine. he said he would go on the field, he would just feel numb. Like that would start at his feet and... You know, so he ended up going to therapy to find out what was what was wrong. But it really did mess up his whole entire life. I kind of feel like the person that catfished him also had no remorse. And they were going through their own issues. You know, she's now a trans woman mm-hmm. and um, was able to, I guess, live the life the way that she wanted to. But you got to watch the whole thing because I didn't out. know the whole story and how elaborate the whole scheme was. Wow, mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to check it out. And Flatbush Misdemeanors, that's like my other show. I'm almost done with the first uh, two seasons. And you so. don't watch Game of Thrones, right? No. Oh, okay. Well, the I'm prequel, like, like they did a prequel, which is like 1,500 years before the actual Game of Thrones, and it talks about how everything started. I didn't get a chance to watch it. My wife, I fell asleep last night. My wife was mad at me because we watched it together because I've been in car show hell. So, you know, with the car shows, of course, we travel. We take artist cars with my, you know, with me to different cities. So when I bring the cars back, I have to, I personally deliver them to the artist. And the reason I do that is, one, I don't want nobody to know where the artist lives. And two, like, they give me their cars. So I want to make sure their cars are safe. So I had to deliver back Fat Joe's car, Fabulous's car, 50 Cent's cars, uh, Meek Mill's cars, and bikes. So it's just a lot of running around through New York City, Philly, Pennsylvania, and Jersey. But... We had a great show, and as long as families were smiling, that's all that matters. But let's get the show cracking. Comedian Gary Owen will be joining us. Oh, he's going through it. Yeah, Gary Owen and his uh, wife were going through it. They Kenya. Were, yeah, Kenya. You know, they were going back and forth publicly about what was going on in their relationship and their divorce. So we're going to kick it with him early. Yeah, they're in the middle of getting a divorce. Which so is So I know crazy. that's not an easy time. Not at all. And then we got front page news. What are we talking about? Man, this was a crazy story yesterday. Two people are dead and another person has been wounded. This is some shootings that happened in Atlanta and a female suspect is in custody. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, 
State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Breakfast Club, good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yeezy? Well, a woman who was suspected of shooting three people, two were killed, another person was wounded, has been taken into custody at the airport in Atlanta. Here is the chief of police, uh, Darren Shirebaum, at a news conference talking about the shooting that happened in Atlanta. The lookout for both of the uh, shooters, we found out quickly, was the same person. It was a female. A number of citizens provided helpful information that said the shooter had entered onto the Colony Square campus. And that allowed us to utilize the cameras that the mayor referred to and other resources of the department. Our search did lead us to the airport, uh, where we had information that's where the shooter had, had transported themselves to. And a short time later, at around 4 o'clock this afternoon, we were able to take into custody of the individual we believe shot individuals at both on West Peachtree as well as Peachtree Street. We believe we have recovered the firearm. And that individual is in custody of the Atlanta Police Department, and the investigation continues. Do they know why she was shooting people, or was it... They said these people were targeted, so the shooting took place at two different Midtown locations. Michael Shinners, who was 60 years old, was found dead at the first shooting scene. It's a 1280 West Condominium building on West Peachtree Street. Mm-hmm. And Wesley Freeman, 41, was injured in the second shooting at an office tower at 1100 Peachtree Street and later um, died at the hospital. Now, the woman has not been identified, but she was taken into custody a little more than two hours afterward. But they did say it appears that this was not random and the victims were specifically targeted. They did not say what motive it was. Wow. But they said the woman lived in the building where the first shooting took place. 
And so those residential condos remained locked down yesterday. I wonder if it was somebody she worked with. Was it an ex or was it somebody that she had a problem with that worked in, you know, that in her residential building, a neighbor that she didn't like? Like, what made her go that far, you know? Right. Well, I'm sure that we'll find out more information as they do have her in custody. Mm -hmm. And they've been getting more information um, as we speak. All right. And Dr. Anthony Fauci is going to step down in December as... Biden's lead medical advisor, he'll be leaving as director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases and as chief medical advisor to President Joe Biden in December. He said, while I am moving on from my current positions, I am not retiring. After more than 50 years of government service, I plan to pursue the next phase of my career while I still have so much energy and passion for my field. He did not specify what that next phase would be, but he had said that he did plan to step down from government office by the end of Joe Biden's term. How do you think Dr. Fauci did during the pandemic and everything? Um, I will say that it was a difficult time. <laughs> and as information kept changing, he was definitely the person that was front and center. So when things are wrong, he was getting all the blame. Yeah. And that wasn't an easy position um, to be in. Definitely wasn't an easy position. I just feel like when that, when things like that happen, you have to really know what you're talking about and really practice. Because one time they said this, and then that was wrong. Then they said that, then that was wrong. Then they went to this route, and then that was wrong. Then they went to this route, and that was right. Well, I think it's hard because things were changing by it the was. minute, and it was something that never happened but before. If, if people so, are following you, you got to know your ish, you know? Because they confused a lot of people. Yeah, I mean... I don't, I don't know that anybody would have had all the right answers. I guess you're right. I mean, as things were unfolding and they were finding out more information and trying to do the best that they could, you know, with that, it was something that we've never experienced. That's true. All right. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning. It's Monica from Barbados. Monica from Barbados. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I just want to say you three are a mega force, as Nicki Minaj said. Oh, and thank you. Special con- yeah, you're very welcome. Special congrats to Angelina on her new show. Thank you. That's coming up. Yes, ma'am. And one more thing quickly. I want to shout out my daughter, uh, Shallon. Mm -hmm. C-H-A-L-L-X-N. She is an influencer. Mm -hmm. And she interviewed um, Snoop Dogg, Baby and Tiger last year. Yes, with TikTok. Oh, wow. So check her page out. What's her page? All right. C-H-A-L-L-X. As an X-ray and then N as a Nancy Shallon. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, Mama, and have a blessed Thank you day. Guys. God bless you too. Take care. All righty. She Goodbye. sounds so sweet, doesn't, doesn't she? she? Hello. Who's this? Good morning. Good morning. It's Trey. Trey, what up? Get it off your chest, brother. What's good, Charlemagne? Up there today? He'll be connected. In He's a having second, some hopefully. technical difficulties. He's trying to get it together. Okay. Okay. Well, good morning to you both. Good morning to you both. I just wanna. Man, y'all drop a bomb for the black queens out here getting it done, man. The black mothers and the black women out here working and holding it down in the household and taking care of the family and raising them kids right, man. Okay. You got to have a different type of appreciation for them, man. Absolutely. Yes. They, they, they really hold they really hold everything together, man. And 
I just, I, I really love the black female and I appreciate them. And I appreciate y'all too. Angela Yee, congratulations and, and, and well wishes on your, on your new ad, ad, adventure. Thank you so much. Alrighty. Way up with Angela Yee. There you go. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Good morning, this is Randy. Hey, Randy, good morning. Good morning, DJ Envy. I want to say, I want to get it off my chest that I'm blessed and give my client a shout out. Ooh, what's going on here? Oh, oh, who's your client? My client, well, I have a driving service, mm-hmm. and I had the opportunity to pick up a doctor, and she's been giving me a livable wage, and I would love to get her a shout-out. Okay, shout-out. All right. Her name is Dr. Frieda. You can find her on YouTube. She got over 400,000 followers, and she has a book called Under Pressure. It's a guide to control a high blood pressure, and she also has a podcast called Happy Healthy Living or Healthy Happy Living. Okay, bro. Thank you. Hello, who's this? You good me from Ohio. Hey, good morning. Get it off your chest. Good morning. Okay, I'm in a situation with my boyfriend. Uh-oh. We've been together two years and I kind of, I want to break up with him. I'm Why? Just tired of, I'm just tired of keep having to pay everything and he never listens to nothing I say and he makes very bad choices and I feel like I'm affected by all the bad choices he made. Mm. Well, well, how much money did you give him? Well, I um, all together it was like eleven thousand, and he finally paid me back three thousand. He owed me eight thousand, and I still haven't got it, but I still got to pay all the bills. Wow! So wait a minute. What, I don't, what is, does he, he work? Money? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say, what is he doing with it? Okay, so he wanted to. When we first got together, he had talked about he wanted to. He wanted to sell dogs. So I helped him buy some dogs, and these dogs ain't cheap. Okay. However, he, um, he just, we ain't made not no money off the dogs. Mm-mm-mm. So what type of dogs are they, mama? Fully. So he's trying to breed the dogs. He bought dogs to try to breed. Yes. And, and he, he, you over here helping him, living his dream, being supportive. Yep. Did he have any pups? Yeah. Did he have any pups too? Like, did, did the breeding work? No, we have not. He... He's so impulsive that he still, like, one of the dogs, she didn't get pregnant in time. Mm-hmm. Sold the dog. So he sold the dog that, y'all, that you invested in to make money. He sold the dog because he didn't get pregnant in time. Yes. And then I didn't get nothing that that's a good question. So, Yee, what do you do? Do you break up with your boyfriend? But if you break up with him, you know you're not going to get your money back. You're definitely not going to get your money back. Or do you stay for a little bit and try to get at least some of your money back? I mean, he should hopefully do the right thing and try to pay you back. But, you know, money is a really big problem and issue in relationships, especially if you're like, okay, I don't let you this money. It's not like I got it like that. Am I going to get it back? I'm over here supporting your dreams and I'm still paying all the bills, that's not easy. Then you start to feel that bitterness and that resentment towards somebody. And then they don't feel so great because they know they don't have it like that. So now all the dynamics are messed up. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Ugh. But I will say, Mama, the most important thing is being happy. And if you're not happy, 
you gonna have to leave. I mean, yeah, eight thousand is a lot of money, and you can still probably try to get it. I doubt he's gonna give it to you. You might have to take it to court, but at the end of the day, you gotta be happy. Yeah, you should tell him. You should be like, look, this whole money situation is messing up our relationship. We need to work on a plan, and you got to stick to that plan so that you're responsible to me, just like you would be to a bank or to anybody else, because this was a loan. I know, and then he he had a main job. He quit his main job. I told him not to because he got a lawn care service, and he was trying to be like a party promoter. Oh my god, and he I all over the place. Out. <sighs> and now he got another job, and I'm to put his truck broke down, so I'm supposed to drive him thirty minutes to work. It's just too much, and I'm just tired. Yeah. Of Goodness gracious! I'm tired. Hey, I'm tired for you. His D must be amazing <laughs> for you to stay through all. That's of the that. only reason Envy would stay. Just shut up. <laughs> You didn't find that funny, Mama? <laughs> okay. No, y'all, it's, it's kind of um, breaking up a little bit. Oh, that's your phone. Yeah. Because he probably didn't pay the phone bill. Breaking that's up just phone. like you need to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Mama. All I can say is we're praying for you. We're praying for you. That's all I can say. Prayers for your relationship. <laughs> Prayers for your relationship. <laughs> Could you imagine? The D must be amazing. The fact that... Okay, Envy. Oh, my goodness. He lent 11000 mm-hmm. He was selling dogs. Then he had a lawn, a lawn care business that didn't work. Now he has a food truck that broke down. He's a party promoter. He's a party promoter. He might as well just start rapping next. Just, just, just do the trifecta. Just start rapping. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about some sexual encounters that were, quote, disappointing and embarrassing. We'll tell you who's talking about uh, who they had to sleep with that was awful. Goodness gracious. All right. Let's get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. 
Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Luma Report. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Listen up. Well, Young Thug could end up losing $6 million and the whole YSL brand. And this is all because of a battle with AEG. Now, AEG does all of the concerts, and he had signed a $5 million deal, a $5 million advance for the exclusive rights Mm -hmm. for all of his concerts. But before everything happened with the prosecutors in Georgia, this deal was signed in 2017. And according to AEG, Young Thug almost immediately breached that contract and started booking shows on the side while still collecting hundreds of thousands of dollars in performance fees. So even though AEG was supposed to have those exclusive rights, he still was doing his own thing on the side. So they did hit him with a breach of contract claim. They demanded the return of their $5 million plus interest. They said Young Thug also put up some of his intellectual property rights as collateral in the agreements, so they are also believing that they have the right to take control of his YSL brands, portions of his publishing, and the Young Thug trademark to recoup that money. Wow. I guess this is the time to go at him, right? Right. His back's against the wall, and he has to pay pay all this other money for all his other cases, so I guess this is why they're trying to attack now? Well, they were actually... This was before all this happened. Mm. Like I said, because he signed this deal back in 2017, And they had talks um, last year trying to settle, but the parties could not come to an agreement. So now they have to go to court, and that is going to be happening on October uh, 25th. Wow. But that trial has been delayed because of this. So this is something that was happening even before. All right, now Megan Thee Stallion is seeking a million dollars in her lawsuit, and that's against 1501 Certified Entertainment. According to Rolling Stone, they said that her attorneys argue that Megan has satisfied all option periods in her contract since Traumazine, which was released earlier this month, and 2021 Something for the Hotties both constitute an album. But Carl Crawford is saying that she has not fulfilled those obligations since Hotties doesn't count as an album for a number of reasons. So I'm not sure what's going to happen, but, you know, she's been trying to get out of that deal uh, for quite some time. And I hate that they do that. That they say, okay, well, this is not an album, it's a mixtape. Well, it's the same thing. It's 10 songs. It's It doesn't matter what you label it. It's 10 songs that you put on streaming services that you sell and that people buy, that you make money off of. So it's, at the end of the day, it's an album, right? I mean, you know, I don't know what's in their contract legally to make it not constitute an album, but 
Whatever's in their contract, I guess, is what they're going to have to go by. That's why Meek Mill was mad at that time, because he does all these projects, and you label them mixtapes, you label them EPs, you label them albums, but you make money off of them. You stream them. Labels make profit, so they are should be an album. All right, now let's talk about uh, Holly Madison and Bridget Marcotte. They launched their new podcast, Girls Next Level. They'll be talking about behind-the-scenes drama from the e-show Girls Next Door, and they're also Hugh Hefner's ex-girlfriends. So they did dedicate an episode to their relationship with Hugh Hefner. It's called In the Bedroom, and they talked about their first time sleeping with Hugh Hefner and what he was like in bed. I think at this point, everybody else who was living there was just so over the routine and just wanted to get it in and done with as soon as possible. Nobody wanted to waste their time with a bath. So I go over to the bed. The other new girl is already laying there. There's like vibrators laid out for everybody. I'd never used a vibrator in my life. And the first thing that happens is the recruiter says, Daddy, I'm gagging as I'm saying this, but everybody used to call him Daddy in the bedroom, which is so gross. So she'd be like, Daddy, do you want to get the new girl? And I you not. Next thing I know, he's on top of me. And then I don't even remember what else happened the rest of the night. The next thing I remember was that Hef was telling the recruiter, Get her a pair of pink pajamas and she'll stay in your room tonight. Oof. Now, as far as why wow. she didn't leave, because people might be like, well, you know, you made the choice to be there and you didn't leave. Here's what she had to say about that. Why didn't you just leave? But you have to understand, like, if I were to just leave, I'm going back to my problems of not having a place to live. Plus, I just had sex with this guy, which to me is like a big deal. Yeah. Like, I'm not a big, like, one night stander. Like, right. I'm, I'm not that liberated. Amazing if you are. But I just had sex with this guy, and the only community I feel like I'm a part of in L.A., I feel like everybody in that community is going to know I had sex with him randomly. Like, how embarrassing. Like, I better move in and be a girlfriend. Yeah. Like, it would. there was no other option for me at that point in my mind. But I think that whole experience was kind of traumatic to me. I thought I would have a chance to kind of see what's going on, see if I was comfortable with it. And I never in a million years thought that I would be the first person he'd try to have sex with. Hmm. Now, Holly Madison also said the experience was very traumatic and she felt guilty about it. So people can debate, you know, how much I should have been prepared for. But what people can't debate is how it made me feel. And I just remember feeling so gross and so used. Like, I felt like this girl was being so nice to me and so welcoming. But really, I was just like another piece of meat for her to throw under him so she looks better and she wins points. And I'm like, this, I'm not going to be used this way. I'm going to get what I came here for. Yeah, absolutely. And I just wonder, like, how many girls over the years, like, went out with us and, like, went upstairs and maybe they took the Quaalude because they didn't know what a Quaalude was. Like, this was back before, like, Wolf of Wall Street where we had any, like, cultural touchstones to even tell us what a Quaalude was. Yeah. Oof. So so did he give her a Quaalude or did she do it on her own? I think they, she said they were taking things, but she didn't know what it was or what it would do to you. Because they weren't educated on what a quaalude was. Right, but did she take one and that's the reason why she had sex? Was she drugged, she's saying she had sex? Or she just did it because she was hoping that she can get to a better place in her life? I'm I'm just asking. Um, I think, you know, she got there. She was really young at the time. You got to listen to the full episode to hear what she's saying about it. But basically... Uh, that was her experience, and she felt gross and used, but she also felt like, now I've slept with this person. Everybody's going to know about it. It's embarrassing. I also don't have a place to live, so I'm kind of stuck here. Mm. So, all right. And Waka Flocka is going full vegan. He said he's decided to stop having a Mr. Frog buddy, body. He said, I'm 
you know, I got to stop thinking this is cool. It ain't. And F everyone respectfully for not telling me I look like Winnie the Pooh when I take my effing pants off. F y'all. With that being said, no BBL, just hard work in the gyms and better eating habits. I'm going back full vegan. Happy Saturday. Okay. So he posted a picture of a frog uh, sitting there. <laughs> All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Yes, let's talk about this student loan debt. The White House is leaning toward some type of cancellation. We'll tell you what the plan is. All right, we'll get to that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Set cell phone reminders or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child is in the car. Look for your baby before you lock. Pay for it by NHTSA. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we start, Yeezy? Well, the White House officials have been talking about the cancellation of up to $10,000 in student loan debt per borrower. And that is for individuals who learn who earn less than $125,000 per year. So in addition to that baseline of student loan debt forgiveness for individuals who fall under a certain income level, they've also recently discussed the possibility of additional forgiveness for specific subsets of the population, uh, according to people who are familiar with internal discussions in the administration. This announcement could come as early as tomorrow, but it's not clear that a final decision on the details of the announcement as well as the timing has been made. So there could be some changes that can happen. Yeah, where are we getting all this money from? Doesn't it seem strange? It's just like we just just print money when we need it. Yeah, that does happen. Yeah, just we, we need money for this. Okay, here we'll just make some money. We need money for this. Oh, we'll get this. But then when well, we need people have been asking Biden things. to cancel up to fifty thousand dollars in student loan debt per borrower, but he has said that he uh, Biden has said they could not cancel that much. Okay. So they're trying to now cancel about ten thousand dollars. Um, in student loan debt. All right. And, you know, he's already canceled more student loan debt than any other president. They've authorized the cancellation of nearly $32 billion in loans, and that's largely for borrowers who were defrauded by their for-profit colleges and for permanently disabled borrowers. But this is what people have been asking for, right? No, it's it's amazing. I love it. But I just it seems like, you know, for, for everything recently, we, we find money for so many different other things and causes, but then it's it's like when... We need money to help teachers out. We can't find money for that. When when teachers need supplies, we don't have money for that. When they cut all these uh these after school programs, we don't have money for and that. And that's why it's important to vote in your local elections too, so that mm-hmm. you can make sure you know how that money's being spent where you live. Mm-hmm. All right, now McDonald's is bringing a twist now to the classic Big Mac. They're doing a chicken Big Mac. All right, so that's going to be two tempura chicken patties, pickles, shredded lettuce, and that's American cheese. That's too much. That's too much. Two patties? Two chicken patties and all that? That's too much. That's <laughs> that's that's fat living. That's that is way too much. I like tempura though. That is too much food. That is like that, how many calories is that? I'm not a calorie counter, but God goodness gracious, there gotta be a lot of calories. Well that new sandwich will be rolled out later this month for a limited time. And that'll be at select Miami locations. So they have some that should be called heart attack and McSpicy. But on uh, some great news, you see Chick Fil A starting to do wings. <laughs> That's <laughs> amazing. Great news. What? That is amazing. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Uh, All right. A black customer was awarded $4.4 million in damages, and that's in a racial profiling lawsuit against Walmart. So a jury awarded him 
uh, that money after he claimed in a lawsuit that a white Walmart employee racially profiled him while shopping and also tried to have law enforcement act on false charges. Michael Mangum was awarded $400,000 in non-economic damages and $4 million in punitive damages on Friday. Walmart told CNN in a written statement it does not tolerate discrimination and that the verdict is excessive and not supported by evidence. They said Mr. Mangum was never stopped by Walmart's asset protection. He interfered with our associates as they were surveilling and then stopped confirmed shoplifters and then refused to leave despite being asked to repeatedly by our staff. They said we are reviewing our options, including post-trial motions. So he was 59 at the time. He went to a Walmart in Wood Village in Oregon on March 26th to look for a light bulb in 2020 for his refrigerator. Mm -hmm. And he noticed that he was under surveillance by loss prevention employees at Walmart. So he believed he was being racially profiled. They told him to leave the store, but he refused. He said he would call the police and tell them that Mangum had threatened to smash him in the face if he didn't leave. And how much did he get? Uh, $4.4 million. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. Exactly. So he said he suffers and continues to suffer, and uh, he may permanently suffer from embarrassment, fear, humiliation, anger, and indignity. Absolutely. You should get all that money. Every last dime of that. All right. And that is your front page news. All right. All right, when we come back, Gary Owen, comedian Gary Owen will be joining us. We're going to kick it with Gary Owen. There's a lot going on with him. Of he course, has to get it off his chest, I feel like. Yeah, his divorce has been very public, and we're going to talk to him when we come back. All right, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Married last time. You were, you were that, married. Was huh? that was a costume? That was a costume? Is that what you're saying, Gary? Wow. That, that was an act? Wow. <laughs> kidding, kidding. I don't want to start Well, there, so, I mean, we were going to say, ask how you were doing. But since I'm you good. Were, I was asking before I got here, like, uh, how much longer are you here? Oh, am I here? Um, I'm not absolutely sure the date, but they said fall. I feel like you said that to a black woman before in your life. Any truth to that? Who else is not leaving but doesn't have a date? <laughs> I quit, but not today. Well, you know what? They got to find, find replacements, so that takes a little time. I got to find my co-host, so... That ain't going to be in the us, next two months, though. Yeah, in order That's for us weird. to throw that out there, we have to announce it. I think it's better you just weren't here. <laughs> Shut up. Like, it's just like, where's Angela? And all of a sudden, boom, got a new show. Right. It's out. Like, like Easter egg. Like, nobody knew, and it was just married. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Is that That's how a... you're going to go about your life from now on? <laughs> you know it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into it, Gary. What, what the hell happened? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you, okay, let me say, what do you think happened? Well, according to BET, last year, your wife at the time, Kenya Duke, was slamming a woman she believes to be your mistress. She said, you definitely know who I am. You didn't care at Gary on comedy. Was, is married, and you don't seem to care. He still hasn't seen his kids, which is weird, because you are a baby mama. You Read it like it with an attitude. Dang. That was the first. That was like the fourth thing that came out, right? Yeah, that was a lot of things. That was the first. That was a good one, though. That was a, that you was, know why? Because easy. me and Duval and Carlos Miller, we always say black men don't cheat because we don't. You know, so <laughs> you was, if you was out here doing that, then you know you proving us right. Black men don't cheat, but hey, he's gracious. And you spent right. a lot of money too on the mistress because I saw that was part of the story. What is there? So did you cheat? Did you have a mistress? Here's the thing. Okay, no good marriage ever ended because of cheating. Now, that's debatable, but that's a great talking point, Gary. That's a good, like, that could start a great conversation. But mm. also, I left. This whole narrative was like, she left me because I got caught cheating. Correct. I left. Really? I filed first. Mm. I made the phone call saying, I don't want to be married. So when everything came out, I just stayed quiet. But this whole narrative was, I got caught out there. She left me. That's not what happened. Okay, I thought she filed for divorce. No, I filed first. 
So why she filed after me? So why so did what, you file? Like, what, yeah, what, what, what wasn't working? You just, you can get in all kinds of reasons, but the end of the day is you're unhappy. And then you you sit here and you you stay in it for the kids and everything else. And then you're like, God, I'm miserable. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because you feel selfish for choosing your own happiness. It's what, weird how that happens. Because women you, always say, you're going to be out there and you're going to be doing dirt and do this, do this. Leave. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. Okay. That's what I did. Did you try to make it work at least? Yeah, a couple times. Like I left a couple times. Mm-hmm. We were together 23 years. Mm-hmm. There were a couple times that I left, but nobody knew. Wow. But this last time, we're just like, I'm just... Just unhappy. Why should we believe you? She said you're a lying narcissist, Gary. Why should Isn't we believe that the go-to, though? The narcissist <laughs> part, as soon as a guy leaves, he's a narcissist. A narcissist would have made a comment. The one that got me that, that you read so much about you. Like, I was reading about myself. Like, dang, this dude's wild. And I was like, wait, I'm reading about myself. <laughs> Jesus. The, de- the deadbeat part? The deadbeat. I was present. I liked being a dad. My kids never rode the bus. Like, if I'm home, I'm taking them to school, picking them up. And if not home, she's doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to practice. Oh, whether it was volleyball, basketball, going to games. I didn't miss nothing. I didn't miss a birthday. I mean, it's not like I deserve kudos for that. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you're a dad. You're a dad. Yeah, but I like being a dad. So now, to be called a Debbie, one, you can't be a Debbie to adults. Mm -hmm. I've said that before, but right now, like... You can't be a Debbie. Oh, because they're grown. Okay, okay. They're grown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but it's also like, I haven't talked to them in like a year and a half or seen them. Your kids? Yeah. You haven't? Yeah. Are they mad at you? Or? They're, they're mad. Got you, got you. Because I, I left their mom, though. So for people to say, like, what happened? Most marriages, right, they don't work because of infidelity, money, abuse, mental abuse. So what was the reason why it didn't work? Why couldn't y'all hold it together? What was the reason? You said you weren't happy. Why weren't you happy? Guys? Trump. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 Trump on we played Trump for everything. That's Trump, 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 man. man. Yeah, yeah, everything went down. Serious conversation. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, there's a lot of reasons. I mean, what's important to me is like not to throw her under the bus because I want my kids and her to still have a good relationship and always have a good relationship. So it does me no good to like get into what she did, mm-hmm. you know. Do you feel that she's lashing out because her feelings are hurt? Mm-hmm. Without question. Does that make you feel bad that... Obviously, she's destroyed over that. You guys have been together for 23 years. Yeah, we've got a long time. Long time, guys. Long time. Can't be mad at her for feeling that way. That's why I don't go in on her. Mm -hmm. I get it. I heard it. I hurt her. I I broke up the family dynamic and everything. But even when I called, I remember when I called, I I said, hey, I'm just not happy. I'm going to file. You did this over the phone? You didn't do it face to face? I tried it the first time I tried it face to face. Okay. I'm not doing that again. So I said, this one's going over the phone. You got swung on? Uh, Let's just say I'm not doing that again. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, we just went over the phone. So when I called her and we we were talking, we talked for like five hours and I thought we were going to keep it quiet. And even she said we were a good example of a married couple. Let's show how people can get divorced with dignity and everything. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know what happened. TMZ got a hold of it. But, you know, I I filed in Ohio. We had mm-hmm. two residences. We had one in Ohio, one in California. Mm-hmm. I filed for divorce in Ohio. She filed in California. So when I found it, when I saw the TMZ, my lawyer called and was like, we think a process server is on the way trying to serve you. That's the whole story itself, me on the run. You That's run from I'm, the process server? Oh, my God. So when you I didn't say, want to get divorced then? I didn't want to divorce in California. He filed oh. in Ohio. I filed in Ohio. Mm-hmm. She filed in California. Did you get what, half? They take half in California or something like that? Oh, more I don't know. Half? It's in Ohio. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to know. But, I, you know, the process server, when my lawyer called and was like, dude, because I remember I was in Naples, Florida. It was a Friday night. And I had two shows. I get off stage and I'm like, ah, 
I'm getting text messages and everybody sent me the links to BET and people and all that. I'm like this. How'd this happen? My lawyer said, you got a show? I said, yeah. She goes, you got to cancel it. I said, what do you mean? She goes, we're worried you're going to get served. I said, say less. This show's over. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, you screw those 300 people that shows. night in, in Naples, Florida. I was on the run. Goodness if you look at my social media, I don't make a post for like three months. <laughs> I switch my cell number, my cell carrier, because I'd be watching the first 48. They'd be pinging them. That's how they catch the killers. So how did they, did they ever catch you? No. I was on the run, bro. Now, I was going to really white way, areas. Wait, I was blending in. Cool. Yeah, I went to Maine for a week. I hiked the Appalachian Trail in West Virginia. I went to Montana. Goodness I went gracious. to North and South Dakota. I mean, it was I was Randy Mall, straight cash, homie. I canceled all my credit cards. I was on the run, bro. They almost got me in Colorado Springs. The guy chased me. I said on my last special, I said I turned into uh, Morris Chestnut from Boys in the Hood. <laughs> Chasing me down. <laughs> he tried to throw the paper. Morris got me. caught. Yeah, huh? Morris got caught. No, I didn't. So all this means you, almost, had, you didn't have a prenup. Then yeah. that, we didn't have none. We got married. Right. Twenty three years. Yeah. I mean, still, I'm just asking because people who are getting married now, there's talk about prenups yeah, and whether yeah, or yeah. not you should get one. No, I didn't get no prenup. Well, does, she, does she work? Yeah, I mean, she flips houses and okay. she had the travel company and mm-hmm. stuff. So, so, so what people will say is that you know she sacrificed raising the kids while you had your career. She deserves half. We we, right. we sacrificed. We raised the kids together. But if you weren't there because you were on the road, you were traveling, doing shows, people would say, well, doesn't she deserve She half? deserves half. No, no, no. She don't. <laughs> 23 years. Raising that's a children. long time. I've been with my wife that, for 24. This is, that's what I'm getting at. I'm not going to say nothing bad about her, but you don't know the whole story. All right, we got more with Gary Owen. We come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Gary Owen. Now, you were talking about your kids. Did you try to call them? Oh, I've done everything. I've gone to Greensboro because my daughter's at A&T. Knocked on her door. She wouldn't answer. I just, I tried to see her at the airport one time. Tried to catch her. Yikes. And then, I don't know what to do at this point because I'm like blocked on social media. I've gone to every outlet to try to get a hold of my daughter. I went to Venmo. I went to WhatsApp. And every time I reach out, then I'm blocked. Damn. So it's like, dang. Even when you send money? No, 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 no. On Venmo, just say hi. Oh, yeah, got, yeah, you, yeah. got you, got you, got you, got you. Yeah, don't say hi without no money attached to it, dad. Yeah, okay. But when did that go back? Because y- y- y'all were doing this together. Like, y'all were getting a divorce together. You mm-hmm. said you had a five-hour yeah. conversation. You-, you told the kids. And then when did it go left with the kids? Cause- no, we didn't tell the kids. We were going to, like, wait and, like, do <gasps> it together. So they had to hear on the line. TMZ, oh, that's how they found out. Man. And-, and then I had, to- I had to lie to my daughter one time because... The processor was coming, and I didn't know. And she was supposed to come to Baltimore after it hit the fan. And I was like, "Come to Baltimore, and we could sit down and we just have a weekend together, and I, we could talk." And then I couldn't because she wasn't served yet, and I wasn't served. So I had to tell my daughter. I said, "You can't come because if she, if she's with me and she gets served, I'm served." So it got like a love and war type deal, and it sucked because I had to mm-hmm. lie to her and be like, "I came. I came up with some reason. Like I don't know if I'm going to do the show in Baltimore." But I still, I flew her to Arizona to hang out with her cousin because like, it's important to be with somebody this weekend. So I said, go go hang out with your cousin in Arizona. I got it. But that was one thing I lied about. I'm but, not sure you can say he was ducking the process server. I'm, I don't know. What do you mean? I don't know if you should get on the radio and admit oh, that you Oh, it's already were... done, though. Yes. Like, that's done. Like, we're we're in yeah. court right now. We're going, we're the, okay. the divorce is happening. Okay, okay. It's not it's not final yet, mm-hmm. but we're still hashing out stuff. Processor so, seems so like it's filed in where? So it Dude, wasn't pro- filed in. No, the process servers, they're unreal. 
They're unreal. <laughs> like boogeyman, man. You just make me scared of the process. But you don't, know. you don't know who it is and who wasn't. Because I would never fly into a city I was performing at because she kind of had a leg up. Because my schedule's online, right? Yeah, yeah. So when I, I, I would never fly into a city I was going to. So one time I was in Baltimore, I flew into Pittsburgh and drove to Baltimore. And I stopped at like a Bob Evans because mm. I was in like an Amish country. I'm like, I'm safe here. All right. sudden, one black dude walks in. I go, what's he doing here? He goes, yo, Gary. I said, not today. Not today. He came to me. I'm throwing banana bread at the brother. Gravy. He's chasing around Bob Evans. I said, bro, stop chasing me. Was he the processor though? No, I don't know. I ran away from him. I don't know. Gary, so where did man. it end up getting found? Ohio. Ohio. Okay. Ohio. Yeah, it took a lot, but she got served before I did. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think is fair? I don't know. There's a lot I can't talk about okay. still because it's not final. I don't, I don't want to say anything because it could be used against, be used against me. <laughs> so, you know, I think, I think about $12. <laughs> I feel bad for laughing. How did they catch up though? How did they catch uh-huh. up? We got her at a Panera Bread drive-thru. Stop oh, playing. that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Blocked in with two cars. And then the this processor was like, it's go time. And I was like, dude, this is not the born identity. You <laughs> was with him? Had to be. I flew. I, I flew. Gary. No, no. It was I like she was going to Panera Bread. I didn't. Here's what happened. Oh my I, gosh. I hired a process server and I paid 24 seven surveillance. She would not come out the house. So I had to hire a, a different person and me and her flew. We flew into Sacramento. So we didn't want to fly into San Francisco, Oakland because we don't know. She got a lot of cousins in the Bay. Mm-hmm. So we flew into SAC, got a rental car and drove. And I said, yo, she shops a lot and she grocery shops a lot. I said, so we pulled into a Safeway. She was pulling out. I said, no way. We had to follow her like 20 minutes on the highway. And I'm in the back seat hiding. She went into Panera. And she got blocked in. And then we got her. Gary, way. I hope you're telling the truth because, man, if not, you are about to unleash a black woman scorned on your ass. I ain't saying nothing bad about her. But you saying something. You talking, period. She's going to have he, something to say. Spoke. He never spoke. We always heard. I know, but, but I'm, I'm ne- wondering why now. But like, I never <clears throat> said I'm not, and I won't say anything bad about her. This is just what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. happened. Like, nothing I said didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But why Why now, though? Like, why talk about it now? Because it, it went quiet. I don't know. Everybody kept telling me, like, you should tell your side. Also, this is another effort for my kids to hear it. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna yeah, hear yeah. it. True. What's you know? the road to you and Kenya being civil? Like, what do you think has to happen? I don't know. I think the divorce has to become final first, mm-hmm. and then then we can start the healing process. But right now, it's like as ugly as it can get. Are you worried you know? about her exposing your N-word tape? Oh God, that's, your, that's never. You've been together twenty three years. Yeah, that's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Nebraska. <laughs> I'm an Ohio State fan, bro. But I was with your kids, so so how do you like? Because you're the dad, so you got to pay for ish. So how does that work? Because you paying for college, paying for this, paying for that. I, I'll be honest. I paid for the first year and a half at A and T, and then my daughter got really upset at me, and uh, she said, "I don't want you paying anything else." Stop. Are oh, they really mad, mad? They mad, mad. Yeah, Damn. yeah, yeah. But like you know, we always talk about the betrayal part. The, the stuff that got me was like my circle. I had to completely change it. Like my my openers, they did some dirty stuff with the divorce. I was like what telling my kids stuff about me wow. and things like that. And then my dad was the worst. My dad, 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 back bitch. Oh what? my god! Your dad my, my dad did the bitch. So when the divorce hit the fan, the processor, my dad kept calling, texting, "Man, call me, call me. I got your back." Da-da-da. And keep in mind, this is the dad that wasn't around when I was growing up, and then he kind of came back when I got in TV and movies. It's weird how it happens. Gotcha. This, so one of the, the weeks I was hiding out, I went to Sedona 
with this girl that I'm seeing, right? At this point, it's not Miss Side Chick. This is June. We had been se- we had been separated since January. It hit the fan in March 2021. That's that's who she was probably Kenya was probably talking about. Right? She's upset. Yeah, 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 about her. So we were in Sedona at a, at a, and we went to the Grand Canyon and I took a picture and I sent it to like five, six people in, in my inner circle that letting people know I'm okay, keeping people updated on where I was. My dad was part of that, right? So I go to Cincinnati like in July 4th last year. I go to a Reds game. And I got a suite, and I'm still, nobody's been served, so I'm still being careful. My dad got win, got mad, then I didn't take him to the Reds game. Sends me a voicemail, cusses me out and everything. They sends me a long text, so I don't include him and stuff. And he's come to expect this from me, and I'm going, is he mad about a Reds game? Mm-hmm. I called him. He cussed me out. I cussed him out, hung up. This bitch, that picture of me and the girl, he sent it to my ex. Wow. Then that's how she found out. That's where that all came from. Mm -hmm. Then he posted the picture I sent on his Facebook page with the middle finger emoji in front of it. Then he posted a picture of my ex-wife on his Facebook page and said, I got your back to this divorce. You've always been like a daughter to me. I I'm respect like, him. He don't like black people. Support black women. He don't Go. like black people though. <laughs> like he, this mug is a Trump. Oh, he don't like black people. He's a Trump thumper. Like I ain't saying he was at the Capitol. He's at the monument <laughs> when they rushed. He made the trip. I think he just got cold feet the last minute. <laughs> like, bitch. Who does that to their son though? Oh, that you weren't around though. Oh my right. god, right? man. And post Listen, that for attention. And post that, and then to, to give her like the only thing you did, you didn't hurt me. You didn't hurt that girl. You hurt my ex, and you hurt my kids with that. That's real. You didn't hurt me. Well, so now time. he's posting stuff on his uh, uh, Facebook about what a good mom they got, stuff like that. I'm like this, you bitch. <laughs> You're not, you, you haven't even been around. Okay, yes. I tell you one thing. Well, can you get him some Reds tickets? You really don't uh, feel it. Man, you? all over a baseball game. <laughs> Keep on. Never took me to a baseball game growing up. Yeah. Right. Now, now you. Is bitch. the new woman black or white? Dude, don't worry about that. I need to know, okay. Gary. They're always going to be black. All right, we got more with Gary Owen. We come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with comedian Gary Owen. Charlemagne? How this process affected just you mentally and emotionally? Because it can't be easy. I know you laughing and yeah. joking, but it can't be easy. Mentally, it, it gets to you sometimes. Like you be in the car and you just be like, <laughs> the, wrong, the wrong song comes yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it gets taxing at times because you're alone. And, like, I was there the whole time my kids grew up. So it's like to, to be yeah. now to have no, like, contact with them, it's like. Would you ever tell the kids the real story? I know you, you said that you wouldn't ever tell the whole story because you don't want to, I guess, make her look bad. But yeah, you, It's not looking bad. Okay. It's just like. It's not my place, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not my place to. When she's to ready to put, tell it, she can tell it. She can tell it if she, she wants to. Did she cheat on you? There's always huh? three sides. Did she I'm cheat not, on you? I'm not. Here's the thing with with a divorce, too. We always ask what the man did. If it's a bad marriage, it's a bad marriage. Because when I called her and said I wanted a divorce, I said, yo, I just, I think you're going to be happier. I'm going to be happier. I said, I want you. Because she would say, like, I need this from you, and this from you, and this from you. I said, I couldn't give it to her anymore. I just couldn't. So mm-hmm. I was like, I want you to be happy. I want you to find somebody else and, you know, there's no malicious intent on mm-hmm. my part. I thought that's the route we was going. Yeah. But I think it's like, as a woman, you're like, what didn't I do right? And he had to be doing something else. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? How does this play into your stand-up now? I've heard when Marlon Wayne was, was up here, he said anything can be funny. But how do you turn this into material at all? Oh, no, it's funny. Like, you don't have to make it about her and what she did to make her to be some evil person. Mm-hmm. But you can make anything funny. I, I kind of dressed it in my last special a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, the new one, I'll, I'll hopefully it'll be final by then, and then I could just talk. And it's not even about her; it's about me. Are you nervous about your black fan base? 
especially women, black women? Nah, they good. They're rocking with you. Yeah, because when I it was funny too. I was in some city and I was on stage when the first time I got on stage after hit the fan. And this lady in the back, I'm like 45 minutes in my act. She goes, I love you, little cheating ass. <laughs> and I go, you don't know how bad I need to hear that. Not that words, but just the fact that she's like, we don't care. Well, did you cheat, Gary? That's the thing. Everybody wants to know that. Kenya will let us know since you don't want to tell us. She'll let us know. Yeah, she'll let you know. <laughs> according, to her, according to her, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you did, you did. I'm going back when you, if you're just so unhappy in a marriage. And it's bad as a, as a dude because you're in there for the kids, you're trying to be there for them, but then you're just like, I can't do it anymore. He was already emotionally, mentally disconnected. Completely. He was checked out. Completely. Gotcha. Now, did I think it would be this bad with the kids? No. Mm. Did I think it would be bad this bad with her? Yes. Mm -hmm. I was I was mentally prepared for her so to lash out because you're yeah. kind of blowing up the spot a little bit. And my thing is, to sit on my kids, I don't want to talk. I want to listen. I want to hear how they felt when it happened. How do you feel about me now? And then we could and move I think forward. also what, it, what really hurt them the most probably is finding out through TMZ. Yeah. I'm not saying she did, but if she did cheat on you, was it get back for what you was doing? Mm-hmm. Because the male legal is very fragile. We can dish yeah. it, but can't take it. Unless you're, unless you're emotionally checked out. Unless you're emotionally checked out, then, yeah. Then I think that's... Like you, yeah. and this is one thing too. If you, if you're with a woman, and even the thought of her cheating doesn't affect you, yeah, you should probably get out. Oh, I agree with you. The point when I filed, if she would have came in and be like, "Well, I'm seeing somebody else," I'd have been like, Whew, "Good." Yeah, people don't discuss that enough. That what you're talking about, just being emotionally disconnected, because it's always like like Envy named all those things earlier, abuse and cheating. Sometimes things just run its course, man. Yeah. And there wasn't none of that. There was no mental physical abuse with me and her or the kids none of that ever happened like, did you guys try therapy we did uh a while back but this time the therapy would have been just spinning the wheels i knew i was out mm. i knew it and i just and the thing was i, I stayed in it longer than i should have mm. for the kids and i didn't i didn't want to hurt nobody mm. so you're just staying in it and you're coming home going man i don't want to be here the bad thing is even with your kids they're never gonna like your new relationship regardless of, of how great the woman is, they're never gonna like it because they're always gonna look at that as a disrespect to mom. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be a tough thing to, yeah, to deal with. Could be, but how does she feel about and it? And another I, black woman too. Oof. Yeah. How does how does how does the I promise you, if it was feel? another race, it probably would have been a little. She would took it a little different. Really? I think. So. I don't think so. I think it'd been worse. But how is the new woman <laughs> dealing with it? How is she dealing uh, with everything? Because I'm telling you, man, I'm too. keeping everything yeah, private from now <laughs> I'm not about to go there. And, and why would you trust her though? What are you talking about? I was like, why would you trust her to keep things quiet? You don't have a baby on the way, do you? No, I don't have a baby on the way. You got a baby on the way? No, I don't have baby. Twins. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'm saying, why would you trust no. her? <laughs> Look, man, let's focus on what I came here for, all right? <laughs> let's focus on the past and not the future. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I just wanted to, I guess, yeah. Because you, you, you was like, why'd you come on and, and say it now? I go, I guess I figured this was the right platform. Yeah. And I knew coming on here, like, I could really say my piece without being so emotionally separated at this point. Yeah. Like, I can just speak on the facts gotcha. and not be like, well, this is what she was doing and this is how she was feeling. I can't speak on that. So. We actually have Kenya on the phone. <clears throat> Would you like to talk to her? You mother... No, no, we don't. But no, we do have that thing called, uh, what's that thing called? Fair air trade. When somebody comes up and tells their side, so feel if, free. Yeah, if she, she wants to, to come up, we have feel, to feel free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, yeah. look, feel free, and she can air whatever she wants about me. You know, that's on her. Yeah, that's, I'm not doing that. So, when was the last time you spoke to your kids? April or May? 
Wow. Of, of this last, year? Of last, last year, year 2021. Wow. Wow. Like, she's texted a couple times and stuff like that. But as far as me responding, yeah, it's been a while. Just because I'm once the divorce is final, what I hope is, like, then I can call her. And be like, let's sit down. And if you got to yell at me, yell at me and, and get it off you, your chest. You have to talk about just calling her and the reason being because you know who the real winners is, is y'all attorneys. But he can't. Her attorney and her attorney are caking off. Yeah, that's true. So whatever they got to do, they, oh my goodness, that I, I would hate to see that build. She but never, I've seen how they do it in court. I see how they take a, your words right. or something you do and just completely twist. You're like, that's that's not what happened. That's, yeah. That was a joke I said on stage. You regret yeah. flirting with Wendy Williams and like telling all your business on Williams. that show what? I did not I did not <laughs> yes you did she asked me out I didn't flirt did with she? her oh yeah she did ask you out yeah, she asked me out you, you went out with her right huh? you went out with her right I met in a public place that's going out still no when you, you catch your own Wendy. Uber <laughs> home and to and from that's not that's and, going out Gary no you was outside public place I thought it was going to be with a group so you went Gary, on a date you went out. I did not go on a date oh my god I did not you go on a date you went out you went out Gary I did not she, she publicly <laughs> asked you out on television then you met her later that day at a restaurant that's oh, going god. out Gary my thing with this is why wouldn't I is someone like her I mean, you, you don't like to think of her as a mogul but she is so why wouldn't I get a chance to go one on one and just like how did that work how did you do that like I'd be stupid we always say like mm-hmm. You should always be doing better than you. Not better than you, but people have done stuff that yeah. you haven't done mm-hmm. in your world. Like, pick their brain. But Joe like, stuff. Yeah, okay. You, you know you didn't go on So it was one-on-one. On one, not you a went on a date. <laughs> no, we, there was other people around, though. <laughs> in the restaurant. When not I went there was other people sitting with her. Got you. Was your, she, they, your wife was mad about that, though. Your ex-wife was mad about that. I don't... No, nah, I don't think so. Nothing happened there. She vented. She was... On Instagram, she was... I think winning. she was more upset of what I said on Wendy. On the interview, yeah. On Wendy. You know what I mean? How much longer do you think this is going to go on in court before you finalize things? Well, we got media. Well, we finally agreed to mediation, mm. so that's coming up. That's great. And then if we don't, if that don't work out, we go to trial in October. So hopefully before the end of the year, it'll be over with. Mediation's oh, a good sign, though. I hope that because that's all I want. Just let's just be fair and let's just move on because we can't get this time back. And right. Goodness gracious. Well, I'm really hoping this all works out soon for you. Absolutely. Now, yeah, me, I'm about to sit back and watch the rebuttal. The rebuttals are going to be amazing oh, from this interview. Huh? The rebuttals well, from really, this interview are going to be amazing. I didn't say nothing bad. No. You but don't you have are, to. And you are on tour, right? The we Outside Tour. We Outside coming. Tour. Yeah, that's coming. We we started late September. Mm-hmm. Y'all making like $3 a show. No way. On that. <laughs> that's, so. a good, that's a good lineup. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm just doing it. I'm charity. Oh, man. Charity. Char- <laughs> <laughs> well, Gary, we appreciate you for joining us. Hold on, we might as well since he's here. This is the most unfunniest interview I've done here. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> I, I'm finding this highly amusing. <laughs> Who's your Mount Rushmore comedy guy? <laughs> Me. All four faces, bro. All four, faces, yeah. All four. Why would I think somebody's funnier than me? No. I didn't say funnier. <laughs> what? I just say who's on your mind. Me. Me in the 90s. So the he 2000s. So and me in the 2010s. All versions of me. Uh, single Gary Ford got married. Oh, Gary married. Man. Gary unhappily married. And Gary divorced. Those are my four favorite oh, comedians. Gary, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I mean? Thank you for Why not come on here? This is stupid. You know what? Delete this whole interview. I'm going back. <laughs> it's Gary Owen. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlemagne is out. He had technical difficulties. We were trying to connect and we couldn't this morning. So, if you want to give somebody Donkey of the Day, 800 585 1051. Could be your mama, your baby daddy, your baby mama, could be a neighbor, could be a co-worker, whoever it may be. You want to give somebody donkey today, it could be an artist, it could be a political figure, it doesn't matter. 800 585 1051 Let's get to the rumors, let's go. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor report, rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, Nicki Minaj's super freaky girl has debuted at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. She's the first solo female rapper since Lauryn Hill in 1998. 
to have that number one spot and with no accompaniment. That's so, so dope. Congratulations mm-hmm. to her. And I like that record a lot. That record is dope. I'm sure we'll add that up here in a little bit. I think the record's dope. Yes, and for the first time this century, three solo black female artists have reached number one consecutively on the Hot 100. That would be Lizzo, Beyonce, and Nicki Minaj. So okay. congratulations to her. Mm-hmm. That is historic. All right, now NBA Youngboy, according to reports, he allegedly has signed a $60 million deal with Cash Money Records with Birdman. Now, this was announced after he reportedly turned down $25 million and refused to resign with Atlantic Records. Well, now, according to new reports, uh, they're saying that he has signed a deal. I don't know if this is true or not, but that's what the word is. I mean, you got to love him. You got to love how he moves. You think about it. You never hear his records on the radio. He doesn't make records that make it to the radio, but his records stream like crazy. He sells a lot of units. His shows sell out. His YouTube's are amazing. His Spotify is crazy. His merch is crazy. So that's definitely a great investment. All right. Now, Andre 3000, speaking of clothing, is working with Supreme. So he's the face of their Fall and Winter 2022 collection. Mm -hmm. And he worked with the company's black creative director. And he also was shot by a black photographer for this campaign. So Tremaine Emery was named as their creative director by the founder. And they said his onboarding was the first major creative appointment since Supreme was acquired by VF Corp for $2.1 billion in late 2020. And so congratulations to them for making all of this happen. That's dope. Mm-hmm. I know you guys probably saw these pictures already. So. Yeah, i seen the Supreme stuff. My son is a, a Supreme head. He loves Supreme. So uh, he, he was excited because a lot of the, the box logos, the hoodies and the T-shirts actually went down in price. So uh, that's all he wanted for his, his birthday, just a bunch of clothes and hoodies so shout to supreme all right now drink champs Issa ray is up next on drink champs and she did share a preview of her episode she said that it's the most faded she's ever been during an interview Issa ray! and i feel like it's somewhat yes i love that sound Ooh. were you already successful on, on youtube because you hear all successful. youtube content creators are killing it no also got the key to Inglewood. Is it heavy? Is it heavy? <laughs> no, it's like plastic. <laughs> <laughs> what is your relationship to I Am Other? Oh man, shout out to Pharrell. With rap shit, I wanted to drop, we wanted to drop the first two episodes because yeah, I think you could get more of a complete picture. Was it ever at all inspired at all by City Girls at all? What the f? Ooh, Nori, you messy. <laughs> hey, man. This is a new, new show. Messy with Nori. <laughs> it popped up in the Googles, I'm sorry. Messy Ega. <laughs> All right, so you guys can check that out on Thursday on Revolt. And Cameron is on the latest episode of Million Dollars Worth of Game. And he talked about how he ended up settling his differences with Jay-Z after all those years of tension. You know, Jim works with Rock Nation, and he had reached out to me. He's like, Juan and Ho want to talk to you. He wants you to come out to his B-side concert. And I was like, bet. I was caught in the middle, to be totally honest with you. Because I'm like, I don't want Dame to feel away. You know, Dame like the big homie, so I don't want him to feel away. But Dame had did something on the internet to where he kind of apologized to Jay-Z. He's like, I'm sorry, I miss you. You my brother, da 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 And I was like, all right, if that's where he at, cool. Jay called, he's like, yo, first of all, I want to tell you I respect for you and da 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 And I'm like, same here, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, no big thing. And um, we, we kept it under wraps. And when I came out, lost they fucking mock. 
Yeah, I remember seeing that, and it mm-hmm. was crazy. They all dressed up, and I, I think nobody expected it, so it was it was pretty dope. That's why they kept it under wraps. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he said a lot of people felt like they had to pick a side when it comes to rap beef, and so some people were acting funny to him because they was cool with Jay-Z, and a lot of times he didn't get invited to certain situations because people didn't want any potential drama between them. Right. All right, well, that is your rumor report. You know what Nori should do? Nori should have a throw-up counter. Like, how many artists and people that go on Drink Champs throw up after? Who threw up? It has to be a, a million people because people get twisted on that show. So they have to throw up. And it's usually daytime. They have to. I wonder if Nori has a counter, just a throw up counter. Who threw up? I thought I might have threw up after Drink Champs. Did I? No. Maybe. Oh, you were there longer than me. I yeah, I was there for a long time. <laughs> I, I left. I had to go uh, do some work for, I think I was doing some... Post for McDonald's, and I had to watch uh, How to Get Away with Murder. The craziest thing is you pulled a Rick Ross. You said you had to go to the bathroom and never came back. I told you no, ahead you of time. No, no, no. no. He and was be, like, I'll be right back. Let's be clear. And then you bounced. We didn't see you for hours. I told you all ahead of time because you got there late. I did. And I told them, I said, look, I have to leave at this specific time because I have to go watch the show and tweet during it. I'm getting right. a check for it. Okay. And then look, when it, I had to slide out. All right. Well, Donkey Today is up next. Charlemagne is out. If you want to give somebody Donkey Today, 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday? With DraftKings Sportsbook, same game parlays. You can pocket more cash when you combine multiple bets from one game. Download the app. Sign up with code ENVY. That's E-N-V-Y and get a special offer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. It's your time to nominate a donkey of your own. Remember now, that is how they choose. Call in now. 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Miriam. How are you? Hey, Miriam. Who you want to give donkey today to? Well, before I give donkey of the day, I want to say congratulations to Angela Lee. I'm very proud of you. Thank you, boo. And thank you. And DJ Izzy. Yes, ma'am. I am the 71 year old who called you on my birthday, and I still haven't gotten my gift from 50 Cent. <laughs> you said you wanted anything from 50 Cent up here. You said that you was going to send it for me. Yeah, I was going to send you a bottle. I got a bottle up here. You want a bottle of liquor? That's from 50 Cent. 50 Cent liquor, Branson, or the champagne. Which one you want? It doesn't matter. You said that you was going to send, send something to me, and I left all my information. For you, and I still love you, but I was expecting something from 50 Cent. You said you was going to go to his office and you was going to get things for me, and you didn't. Well, you're not and then I to... heard the interview with you and 50. I said, oh, maybe he's going to mention that, and you didn't. Well, wow. you're not supposed to tell everybody I'm going to his office and going to steal something for you. You're just blowing me up now, mama. But I will I will send you a, a bottle of champagne or a Branson, okay? Okay. Do you have my address and everything? No, hold on. I'll get it again. It. Okay. Now, lady, give me Donkey today. Hello, who's this? Good morning, guys. This is Cassandra. Hey, Cassandra. Who you want to give Donkey today Cassandra. to? Cassandra. I am giving Rashawn, a.k.a. DJ Envy, Donkey of the Day. Oh, my gosh. Envy, why people keep giving you Donkey why of the Day? Why do I give Donkey today? I am giving you Donkey of the Day because Saturday you had the audacity to get on IG and not claim Charlemagne. Who does that? Ooh. That was cold-blooded. You know what? Because everybody at the car show kept saying, where's your bae, Charlemagne? And I'm like, people really think we're a couple. And I had to tell people, we're not really a couple. couple. No, we're not. Yes, you are. And claim this man. He loves you. 
I'm not claiming him. Okay. He he loves you. That's not how you treat people. It's that black love. We need to see more of that. Yes. But now, in all fairness, though, they both are in relationships, and so maybe that's not something for the public. What are we talking about? It's a joke. Charlamagne's not my bae. No, but Dia did approve of the relationship, remember? No, we're not in a real relationship. That's not bae. We joke. It's like... All right. Envy. Be okay. nice, Envy. All right. Thank thank you, Ma. Bye, sweetie. <laughs> donkey today, 800-585-1051. Rashawn Casey definitely deserved that donkey. She definitely said Rashawn Casey. Now, when we come back, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051 again. Now, early during Get It Off Your Chest, a lady called, and she said she was dating somebody but wanted to end the relationship. But she had lent him $8,000 and wanted her money back. Mm-hmm. She felt like... If and once she, you break up, you could forget it. That's he what she said. not trying to pay your money back. Right. So once you break up, it's gone. So what do you do in that situation? You might got to stick it out a little bit. All right. That is the question. Eight <laughs> hundred. You might have to, to get your money back. One oh five one. What advice would you give this woman? She's in a relationship. She's over, but she lent this guy $8,000. So much. She wants her money back. You, we got the actual caller? Here's the caller. Hey, I'm in a situation with my boyfriend. Uh-oh. We've been together two years, and I kind of, I want to break up with him. I'm Why? Just tired of, I'm just tired of keep having to pay everything, and he never listens to nothing I say, and he makes very bad choices, and I feel like I'm affected by all the bad choices he makes. Mm. Well, what, well, how much money did you give him? Well, I, um, all together, it was like 11000 and he finally paid me back 3000 He owed me 8000 so what should she do? That is the question. 800-585-1051. Have you ever been in a situation like this? What did you do? Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us. We're talking about uh, a woman that called during Get It Off Your Chest. She's in a relationship, and she wants to get out. But the problem is she lets her boyfriend $8,000, and she wants her money back. I can't blame her. I would want my money back, too. So so in that situation, what do you do? I think, I'm going to be honest, if it was me, I might have to like hang in there a little more until I get my money back, and then we got to break up. I actually had a situation like that. Really? How much did you? I didn't lend him money, but I had just bought this guy um, a camcorder. This is a long time ago, Mm -hmm. and then um, I found out he was cheating on me, so I borrowed the camcorder back, Mm -hmm. and then broke up. Damn it, man! I mean, I'm I'm, I'm with you. I would have to stay a little bit just to get my money back, at least some more of it. Because you know how much harder it is after you break up. They're like, I don't owe you no more. They They, think their slate gets wiped clean. They're not gonna give it back to you. But at least if I get half, I'm gonna feel I feel better. But I'm just going to have to start hoarding everything. If I'm in a relationship, I'm going to start just, you know, penny-pinching everything. Everything that you owe me, I'm going to take until I feel like I can't take no more than, than it's a wrap. Because it's harder when y'all live together, too, and you got to divide things up. Somebody's got to move. You have to pay for that. There's a lease involved. And you owe me money, and you ain't been paying no bills. I don't want to keep investing and paying all these bills also with somebody who I know I don't want to be with because now I'm just running up the tab even more. Yeah, if I'm a girl, I'm taking your Jordans. I'm taking your Yeezys. If you got some expensive shoes, I'm taking those too. Wow. Just bubble them off a goat or, or stock X. And I, that's how I'm going to get my money back somehow, some way. You a bad bitch. I am. Hello, who's this? 
morning. DJ calling from Providence. Hey, DJ, talk to us now. Yeah, uh, I heard her call in earlier, and uh, I heard her, you know, sounds like to me she really doesn't want to be with homeboy, so I think she should just see it as she pays eight grand to be out of to get out of a relationship she doesn't want to be in. Nah, so that's too much money. Yeah, but I mean, she really don't want to be in a relationship, Andy, you know what I mean? And I think she should just chuck it up. Take, take that L and just move on. It's but still got bills, though. Expensive life lesson. Right. And, and me, I, I DM'd you, too. A couple of my whips, man. What, what I got to do to uh, be in your car show? I got a couple of nice cars, you know. I DM'd you a couple of my whips. I got, I got the Phantom 2022. Okay. The, um, oh, baller, baller. Baller, baller. Where you from? I'm from Providence. Okay. You mean the car show that happened two days ago? Well, I mean... And your next one, what I got to okay. do to enter it. I, I, DM me again or, or hit me on the email, DJMVCarshaw at Gmail, and then um, I, I'll let you know the next city. If you could come on out, come on out. All right. All right, brother. Hello, who's this? This is Lewis from Boston, man. Oh, Boston's on the line he- heavy today. So w- what would you advise this woman to do? I mean, if she ain't, if she she got to chalk it up if she didn't um, have no type of mutual agreement with him. I mean, how's she going to give a bum eight bands and want to leave him? <laughs> I mean, I mean he paid her back a little yeah, bit, right? Didn't he pay her yeah, back like it, three grand so far? It was eleven thousand at first. He gave her back three though. Oh, okay, all right. So yeah, I mean He made a little he, effort. He a little bit. Yeah, he's paying it back a little bit. He can keep doing it, man. He ain't, he ain't broke that, I guess. That money boy will make you look at somebody crazy like Yeah. A word you going out buying sneakers, but you owe me eight thousand dollars? Okay. Hello, who's this? <laughs> This is Becky from Philly, but I currently live in Tampa, What's right up? outside of Tampa. What's up, All right, Becky? So here's my thing. This is what she's going to do. So <laughs> she got to still be his friend and, you know, still, you know, like y'all kicking it, everything normal. Get him to sign a promise letter. Let him know, like, hey, you know, I know you ain't got it right now, but just let me know, you know, how much you could pay me or when you could pay me. Once she has that promise letter and she get it notarized, like they go get it notarized, then she can break up with him. And then she could take that letter to court and get her money. Seems like you did this before, Becky. I ain't do it, but baby, I'm smarter than the average bitch. There you go. Okay. So what you do is you put on that lingerie right before he think he about to get some. And sign this like, note right baby, here, sign baby. Sign this note right now. Yep. Why? Why you grinding? You why you grinding? Whoa, MV. And then when you get him to sign, you just back yeah, on MV out said, the room. Why you grinding it? Listen, do you gotta do what you gotta do? Because listen, I've been in a situation where I help a lot of people out. And then, you know, when it comes that time to pay you back, they mm-hmm. always make up a reason as to not to pay you back or, you know, bad mouth you or, you know, make her end up being the bad person. No, baby, this ain't what you want. Right. You, have to it. you so right about that. Okay, It'd be the Becky. people that you help the most that be having the most to say. 800-585. Like, why are you so mad I lent you money? 1051. Uh, a lady called early this morning. Let's hear it. Hey, I'm in a situation with my boyfriend. Uh-oh. We've been together two years. And I kind of, I want to break up with him. I'm Why? Just of, I'm just tired of keep having to pay everything. And he never listens to nothing I say. And he makes very bad choices. And I feel like I'm affected by all the bad choices he makes. Mm. Well, what, well, how much money did you give him? Well, I, um, all together, it was like 11000 And he finally paid me back 3000 He owed me 8000 so basically, she lent her man money. She wants to get out the relationship, but she also wants her money. What should she do? Let's talk about it. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it, man. I like me. I like me. I like me. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about a lady that called earlier this morning during Get It Off Your Chest. Uh, she had a problem. Her man, uh, she wants to get out of her relationship. Uh, she she lent her man 11000 He only paid her back three. He owes her eight, and she wants her money. So should she leave, or should she stay and try to get this money? Angelina and I say, hey, you might have to just stay just a little bit just longer to get a little, a little bit of that money back. <laughs> but what's, what's going to hurt is what happened when he go out and he want to go buy shrimp and lobster? Nah, B, go get McDonald's and give me my money back. What, what about if you want to get sneakers? No, you got to get the Walmart brand. Nah, you can't. You owe me money. Give me my money. That's right. Hello, who's this? My morning. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Charday. Hey, Charday. Hey, Charday. What would you do, Charday? Hey, Hey, Charlemagne the God. Hey, you guys. How are you doing? Good. Good morning. Um, well, I want to answer the question about the young lady who gave her boyfriend $8,000. Go ahead. First of all, you cannot, and I, I hope all any ladies listening, you cannot give a boyfriend <laughs> husband privileges. They were not married. They were in a relationship. They had no ties together, no business. Why did she think that was okay to give him for uh, one eleven thousand? Okay, but I mean that's done. So now what? Now what she has to do is she has to take him to court. Hopefully he can pay the money back. But now she's out more money again because now she's spending more money to try to get her own money back from a guy that she just was dating. When it all could have been avoided had she not been a sitting duck for him. And giving him her money and playing games. And he treated her as such, a duck, a sugar mama. That's exactly what she was. That wasn't pretty nice, but I guess it's, it's honest. All right, well, thank you, Sharon. I mean, Cold world. Honest. I, it's brutally honest. And clearly he was looking for someone to take care of him. And, and that was all he wanted from her. He well, could have just loved and wanted to start a business. Yeah, because I don't know how long they've been together, you yeah. know, and maybe he really did believe he would get that money right back to pay her back. But at some point, you got to take responsibility and accountability for I owe you money. I shouldn't be quitting jobs right now. At least let me get this money out the way because it's causing uh, friction in our relationship. Absolutely. Hello, who's this? It's up. It's KJ. Hey, KJ. What do you, what do you, what do you suggest, KJ? Hey, I'm just suggesting that that lady she charged to the game, you know what I'm saying? She the real dope the other day. She out of them uh, five bands because how you even let yourself get to that point to where you giving out eight bands, you know what I'm saying? Charge it she to the game. Let that hurt go. Yeah, she just got to let that hurt go. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Mama. All right. All right. No problem, bro. Well, what's the moral of this story? The moral of the story is you really can't put a price on your peace of mind. So... Listen, you might be uh, getting yourself more in debt staying with somebody who you don't want to be with, and it might be causing you so much emotional trauma that you just have to get out. But if not, get your money. Then All get right. out. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Well, let's talk about Fetty Wap. He is facing at least five years in prison. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The guy, we are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Fetty Wap. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So yesterday, Fetty Wap pleaded guilty to a conspiracy drug charge that carries a mandatory five-year prison sentence. He did admit that he participated in a massive drug trafficking racket that moved drugs from the West Coast to Long Island. All right. (sighs) So he got to serve five. 
Yeah, mandatory minimum. So 85% of the time, we get at what, three and a half, four years? Well, he was returned to jail to await sentencing. A date was not immediately set. They did revoke his bond, so... Uh, that happened a couple of weeks ago, but he did plead guilty now. Yeah, that always bothers me when you see somebody like Fetty Wap that had numerous hits, multi-platinum singles, was on tour at one time, was probably getting 100, 150,000 a show. It just always, like, I always, went with situations like that, I always want to figure out how and why, you know? Because well, he was, he's, he, he can still go, well, he still could have went on the tour recently because he still had records that we play on radio. He still had hits that still move, so... I just wonder what made him get to that point. Why? Was it the streets? Was it his boys? Was it his people? He thinks he's holding down his family? Like, it's why. All right. Well, again, that's a mandatory minimum of five years in prison, while federal sentencing guidelines are likely to recommend about two additional years in prison. But he had a potential life sentence if he had been convicted. So I'm sure he was like, let me just take this. Yeah, just take that. But also, like, his friends around him, right? If I'm the be- If I'm the breadwinner, and I'm the one that's making the money and I'm the one that's pulling people off the streets and making them road managers and managers and DJs and uh, assistants and bouncers and all that other insecurity and all that. Wouldn't I be like, yo, bro, you shouldn't be doing this? Like, nah, that's that's not the way to go. Well, can't answer those questions. Damn. Those are Fetty Wap questions. And shout, and shout to Fetty too, man. But damn. All right, now, according to People, Cart documents are stating that Nene Leakes has ended her lawsuit against... Andy Cohen, Bravo, and NBC Universal. It was an anti-discrimination lawsuit. Mm-hmm. And so the suit named all of them. And, you know, the document states all parties consent and stipulate to the foregoing dismissal. No party will seek recovery of costs or attorney's fees in any submission to this court. Mm. She has alleged racist behavior on the set of Real Housewives of Atlanta since 2021. But looks like uh, she's dropped that lawsuit. Did they settle or is it just over? She's not pursuing it anymore. I can't tell you what happened behind the scenes, but she has ended that anti-discrimination lawsuit, so this is not going to be happening in court anymore. Okay. All right, now, uh, AI-controlled rapper FN Mika. Uh, Do you know what this artificial intelligence, have you seen this rapper? I've seen it, yeah. Over 10 million followers on TikTok. That rapper has already collaborated with Gunna on its first single, Florida Water. And so this is an AI-powered creative... And so here is the song, in case you haven't heard it yet. Sounds like Takashi. It sounds like 6ix9ine. A label seen at the success of 6ix9ine and said, let's create a fake 6ix9ine, put them online, and pay all these artists to perform with them. That is totally, totally, totally trash. Well, Anthony Martini is the co creator. Oh, that's my guy. What up, Anthony Martini? (laughs) Is it really? Yeah. Well, that's my homie. You just called his artist trash. I did. Damn it, man. But back in 2021. Uh, He talked about developing this AI technology that analyzes certain popular songs in a specific genre and then (laughs) generates recommendations for the various elements of the song construction, which includes lyrical content, chords, melody, tempo, sounds, etc. And then they combine that to create the song. Damn it, man. Well, Anthony Martini, you heard Envy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not with that. <laughs> it just sounds like a fake Takashi Six Nine, and he was the one that actually signed me to my deal. That when I did my uh, single with Fetty Wap, he was the one that signed me to that record label, and he's a good dude. You're he, all in this rumor report. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all in this, but I, I just, I just don't like that. He said he sounds too much like Takashi. I think that's whack. You're me personally. Have these AI DJs soon too. Oh, Anthony's gonna call me later. 
All right, now Mariah Carey, uh, a group of men who allegedly broke into her house in Atlanta are now in custody. The group of men were allegedly responsible for a string of celebrity home invasions in Atlanta. They say that 24-year-old Jeremy Caldwell, Terion Anderson, and Jalen Huff are all in custody in connection to that crime spree in Atlanta. They were reportedly arrested in Miami. Okay. All right, Fast and Furious 10. Fans around the world are excited for this 10th installment of the franchise next April, but the residents in L.A.'s historic Angelino Heights neighborhood is not so excited. They said ever since it premiered in 2001, fans have made a beeline to that neighborhood to look at Bob's Market. That's the store owned by the family of the film, uh, Vin Diesel's character and the character's quaint Victorian house. And so residents have to deal with the constant noise and unsafe conditions, and they're fed up, and they're planning a protest for the Fast 10 shoot on Friday. So they're angry about the effects of street racing and takeovers. Is at an all-time high in the city. Traffic, fatalities, pedestrian deaths have skyrocketed during the pandemic, often caused by reckless driving and speeding. It's become an epidemic across L.A. and the entire country. Traffic deaths, by the way, have jumped 21% in the United States in the first three months of 2022. Wow. You know, the crazy thing is I I love cars and I love driving and I love doing rallies, but I just never got into Fast and Furious. I told myself the next time I take a long flight, I'm going to watch them because they're always on all the planes. But it feels like it's something I would enjoy. I just haven't had the time to to watch. Have you seen any? any Yeah, the car guy. I saw the first one. No? Yeah, I saw the first one. That was it? How was it? That's it. it. But I'm not a car person like you. I mean, it's exciting and thrilling to watch. I guess that's the point. I'm going to watch it. To be entertained. Mm -hmm. All right. Will Smith is back in talks with Netflix for his tell-all biopic. And if you guys recall, they're saying that people were kind of halting doing business with him for a little while after that uh, physical altercation that he had with Chris Rock. Now they're saying that Netflix is back at the table because he has apologized and they're ready to move forward according to um, to reports mm. after that slap. Okay. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. They said he's definitely going to have to talk about the whole Chris Rock situation as well. Of course. Makes sense. And he's already publicly apologized and said a lot about that. So All right. Now well, he can talk about the effect that it had on him and on his business and relationship. Who knows? Very interesting. I'll definitely check it out. Mm-hmm. All right. The People's Choice mixes up next. 800-585-1051. Get your request. What do the people want to hear? What Everything. are their choices? All right, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, uh, you got a positive note? Yes, and this comes from Shirley Chisholm. We must reject not only the stereotypes that others have of us, but also those that we have of ourselves. Breakfast Club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.